Walking as Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. It's day three in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now and would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. So yeah, day three in Washington, D.C. If you're just joining us and you missed the first two days, uh, we started on First Avenue, east side of the Capitol. Talked about that. Walked along the U.S. Supreme Court building and the Library of Congress. Yesterday, the west side of the Capitol building and the National Mall. <laughs> Interesting side note, as, as I was walking along the National Mall, looked down towards the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial and saw Marine One, which is the presidential helicopter, making its way to the White House and then, I assume, landed on the South Lawn. I didn't see that too far away, but I did see Marine One, and they always fly in pairs of two when they're 
carrying the president and Marine One and the second Marine One uh, took off and proceeded in the other direction. So that was kind of fun. And yeah, you see that every now and then when you're here in D.C. Today, the Smithsonian Museums, and they line the National Mall. On one side, you have Constitution Avenue, and the other side, Independence Avenue. And the Smithsonian Museums, actually, it's not just one. I think it's 19 different museums, and most of them are located here in D.C., on either side of the National Mall. Interesting piece of history. These started because James Smithson, a British scientist, wealthy British scientist, left his money, gave his money to the United States for research and creating a museum. <laughs> British scientist, he had never been to the United States. And it's still a bit of a mystery, at least what I could find, as to why. Why did he do that? But if you visit Washington, D.C., you can enjoy the legacy of his generosity. There's the Air and Space Museum. Oftentimes, that tops the list of most visited museums here in the United States before the pandemic. Millions and millions of visitors. It's actually closed right now. They've been doing some pretty extensive renovations and it is scheduled to reopen on October the 14th. So a bit of a bummer if you visited DC today and you're hoping to go on the Air and Space Museum. Can't do it. You've got the Museum of History. There's the Museum of Natural History. By the way, the History Museum has the original flag, the Star-Spangled Banner flag, the flag that was flying above Fort McHenry in Baltimore during the War of 1812. And Francis Scott Key saw the flag and was inspired to write a poem, which was eventually set to music and became the U.S. National Anthem. You can see that flag in the History Museum. There's the Natural History Museum. There's the National Gallery of Art. The National Museum of African American History and Culture, when that opened, it was so popular you had to plan in advance and get timed passes, and they made those available 30 days in advance, and they were usually scooped up within hours. That's how popular that museum is, and certainly the demand to visit that museum was huge when it opened. And there's the castle, which I'm looking at right now, which was the original Smithsonian Museum. And because I grew up an hour from D.C., my parents would bring me and my sisters here into the city, and we would visit the Smithsonian, and that was the building we went to. You know, so I go into the Air and Space Museum now, when it's open, and see the plane that Charles Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic, the plane that the Wright brothers created, they were hanging in the castle 
And then, of course, when they opened the Air and Space Museum, they migrated over there. And the castle looks like a castle, and it's brown, and it, I think, is probably taller than any of the other Smithsonian structures. So with any of the Smithsonian museums, the entrance is free, which is one of the reasons why they are so popular. And having lived near the Smithsonian museums most of my life, you know, it was so easy and convenient to come over here and take a walk. And it's like, oh, going to the art museum. I've been in the art museum for a while. Poke in there, maybe spend an hour or less. I've been in the history museum. I haven't seen the Star Spangled Banner flag in a while. I'm going to pop in there and see that. You know, so that's... That's how I visited these Smithsonian museums, really for most of my life, as opposed to people who come to D.C. from far away, and this may be their only opportunity. And there is so much to see in each one of the museums. You could, I'm sure, spend a day in each one. It would be really hard to do all the museums in one day. I'm sure some people have, (laughs) but I don't recommend that. So still walking along the National Mall. This is, I think I mentioned yesterday, from the steps of the U.S. Capitol all the way to the Lincoln Memorial is almost one point, it's almost two miles, it's like one point nine miles. And the National Mall, these large rectangular turf blocks, turf areas, uh, span a lot of that stretch. And you can either walk along the sidewalk, which is, they have sidewalks on both sides of the mall, along Independence Avenue and Constitution Avenue. You can choose to walk there. Or you can walk along this uh, gravel, crushed gravel trail, which is where I am right now. And between the gravel trail and the sidewalks, a lot of trees. So if it gets warm, obviously as we get deeper into the fall and the winter, this is not so much an issue. But if it gets hot, you've got some shade. But in the middle, in these turf areas, they're wide open. And quite frankly, they're gorgeous. They did, I don't know how long ago it was, handful of years maybe? They renovated the turf. I don't know if that's the right language to use, but it was starting to get a little it was starting to get a little nasty looking because they're used so frequently. And they resodded it, put in new grass, and it just is stunning. And also as I mentioned yesterday, along the cross streets that uh, divide each section of the National Mall. You can find food trucks. Sometimes, as I'm I'm coming up on the street right now, and I can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine food trucks, all different types of food for you to enjoy. So if you visit and you're walking along the National Mall, visiting the Smithsonian Museums, uh, the food, they do have cafeterias inside the museums, but they can get a little expensive, if you know what I mean. 
But these food trucks offer a nice alternative as you're spending the day or several days visiting the different museums, the Smithsonian Museums here along the National Mall. Thanks for joining me uh, tomorrow, day four, here in Washington, D.C. Hope you're enjoying this. Again, this is one of the most walking-friendly cities anywhere. And if you have the opportunity to visit D.C. to spend, I would try not to do it in one day, spend enough time to really get a flavor of the city to enjoy the iconic structures, you'll get in a lot of steps. <laughs> it will increase your fitness capacity. There's no doubt about that. All right, I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk here in Washington, D.C. In the meantime, I also hope you have a great day.